The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. It is a beautiful, beautiful day, and we are here to bless your ears with all sorts (laughs) of stuff. With facts about us. Yeah. We're going to play a little game today called... We're not really strangers. We've done this on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but I think we did it with the boys. Husbands? Yeah. Did we do it twice? I don't know. It's been a while, but we have a few different editions of this game. I have the self-love one, which we, I've never played. And we also have a friendship edition one, yeah. which we have played, but not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of like take turns answering questions from either of them. And it's going to be a fun, chill casual episode. We're going to deep dive into our souls. I was wondering if you guys, if the new cover art is normal to you guys yet, or if it's kind of like a jump scare every time you see it. You know, like, are you used to it now? Or is it still kind of... Unsettling. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully not unsettling. I'm wondering. Because it's still, like, shocking to me when I see it on my... No, I know it is. ...thing. I'm like, oh. My podcast app takes a while to load it. It's still our old one sometimes. Really? Yeah, but like I was saying, my phone has been freaking weird lately. Mm. It's been glitching like nobody's business. Apple's doing its thing. Out. Yeah. So I probably need to get the new one. I think I'm two two editions now behind. Mm. That's really. That's really when it's going to start glitching. Yeah. That's when they're going to get you. Mm-hmm. You know what I did this week? What? I watched Kelly Worsler's masterclass on interior design. Slay. And it was so inspiring. I watched it, be, not that I, because I want to be an interior designer, but you know, I just wanted a little inspo. I wanted a little help. And I love masterclass. If you guys have never taken a masterclass, it's, it's honestly pretty quick. It's not super time consuming, but it's just very inspiring and educational. And you get to learn from Chris Jenner has a masterclass on marketing. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, anyways, I watched it. And she, if you don't know, she's the one who designed like all the proper hotels, mm. like Santa Monica proper, you know. And she just has a very unique style. I love her. I love her fashion, like her clothes, as well as her interior design. But the Santa Monica proper is one of the prettiest mm-hmm. hotels. Like so it's cool. So cool. She does. I think what I like about her style is she does. Her style feels like collections. And she was just talking about designing a space. And I was just looking for inspo for like my house and, you know, getting different pieces and making sure the pieces I buy are worth it pretty much and not just trying to you know curate something super fast spend a lot of money and then hate it in like a month Mm -hmm. so she was talking about you know getting a tray of all the patterns and colors that you like and like feeling them seeing it in person taking your time with things you know do lots of samples don't rush on anything and it was inspiring me because I've been in a rush I've been like I just need to get a rug I need to get a rug today I'm just gonna buy one and yeah, it was it's very true. Good. Having samples is n- so helpful. And I feel like with designing our house, I've been kind of feeling the same way where I'm like, oh, I just need to order everything. Yeah. It takes months sometimes to get there. And I want to make sure it lines up, you know, with when we can actually be working on exactly. stuff so that I'm not like waiting. But like, because I, I found this wallpaper for my guest room that I was like tempted to just buy it. And I'm like, no, I need to order the the sample of it. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that it matches with the bed that I want, you know, so that it's not just, you got to take your time and make sure it's all flowing. And 
I've like ordered some samples and been surprised by how I don't like them yeah. in person. And I'm like, I'm glad I didn't just like order that as my floor or something. Yeah. A lot so. of places don't offer. It's kind of hard, honestly, because I do feel like a lot of the more cheap options, they don't give samples as much. So if you're trying to do something very cheap, it's hard to get it in person first. Mm. But if they do, some places just do, you know, give you a little swatch or a sample. And I do feel like it's just so worth it to see it, feel it. You can kind of curate it all together. Yeah. And she was just talking about having a story of a room and like basing it off of one piece that you really love. And it was very inspiring, not just for interior design, but in design in general, like art, life. Mm -hmm. It was so good. I love that. Mm -hmm. How long was the thing, the class? I don't know total, but each little lesson or video theme was like five minutes probably. Oh. Nice. Yeah, it's it's very digestible. Nice. I need to take that. Sounds fun. Yeah. Did I already say that I'm reading Julia Fox's book? No. Mm. Last we heard you were reading Britney Spears' book. Yeah, I finished that and then I have moved on to Julia Fox's book. Wait, I didn't know she had a book. Yeah, she just came out with it. I think it's it's called Down the Drain. And it's basically a memoir or just about her life. And she's so fascinating. Really? She is such an interesting person. Like, I just feel like she is one of a kind. <laughs> so I've enjoyed it so far. I'm honestly not very far into it at all. So I don't have like a ton of feedback or notes or anything. But it's kind of just talking about her childhood right now and how she like grew up um, in Italy for wow. until she was like, I don't know how old, 10 or something or maybe a little bit before. But like she didn't know English really. She like really? knew just Italian. Yeah. And then she moved to New York. Um, her dad moved her to New York and her mom and her brother still lived in Italy or they were kind of going back and forth or something. And yeah, she like grew up with her grandpa as like a main person in her life. And just like she has a very interesting wow. life. And she's talking about how when she was little in New York, she would like steal <laughs> from stores and stuff. And she <laughs> screaming. Like, so interesting. Yeah. But I'm really not too far into it yet. So I'll let you guys know once I finish it and what my final review is of it. But it's definitely like entertaining. Yeah. And interesting so far. That sounds interesting. Maybe I'll read that one. I She's so funny. She is so funny. Her one-liners kill me. He is just... I love her. <laughs> so... I don't know another word besides like fascinating. She's yeah. just like one of those people where you're like... It's like you don't know if it's a bit or mm -hmm. if it's real, but yep. she seems actually pretty smart and self-aware. That's exactly how to describe it. One of a kind. Yes. You don't know if it's a bit. No. People like that are so... You can't take your eyes off them. You can't. It's like Trisha Paytas. It's yeah. like, is or it Theo a bit? Vaughn. You're like, are you doing a bit? Is this really you? I don't understand. Yeah. Is it a joke? Are we serious? Mm -hmm. It really is the best. That's so funny. I started the Surrender Experiment. You've read that one, right? Yeah. That's, same, same one that's as… the one. That's the one. The one. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's how I knew. Because Kendall copied you mm -hmm. in reading the that. book that started it all. <laughs> and now I'm copying it. Um, but… It's, I feel like it's more of like his backstory. I honestly should have read The Surrender Experiment before I read Untethered Soul. It's the same author in case you guys are wondering of Untethered Soul, Michael Singer. I always forget these people's names. Yeah, I think it's Michael Singer. But this one's like more his backstory, right? Yeah. It's like how he Kinda got how, into yeah. like his like spiritual experiences yeah. that he's had. Yeah. And then the one I, the Untethered Soul is a little more just like philosophy. It's a little bit of his experience, but more like his, well, I actually haven't read that one. I need to read it, but I'm assuming it's more like him telling you what to do yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Not what to do, but 
kind of his his teachings yes yes yeah for sure so I feel like I I should have switched them but it's good so far I just like reading books that make me feel really good before I go to bed yeah and is kind of boring at the same time yeah or I'm not like hooked kind of bore me yeah unfortunately it's good but it did exactly I read like two pages at a time before I fall fall right asleep (laughs) it's not like oh what's the word like just peaking your interest constantly or like entertaining mm-hmm. which is probably good it's not supposed to but I need more books that are I need to get your list officially um, you need to airdrop it to me of books that are entertaining yeah and not sad oh yeah yeah I, I've I'm been trying to read this one book I think I told you about it and it's just so sad and messed up like it's the just, history one still yeah no you gotta move on it's so sad it's so sad it's making me feel I think just with like what's going on in the world too, it's just making me feel so like I, I'm thinking about it so, 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 so much. And yeah. I need to be uplifted so I can do positive things in this world. And I know. I'm sad so that I'm not like, I'm just going to lay in bed and do nothing because I don't feel, I feel hopeless. I know. I, I definitely do have a lot of happy, positive books because that's mostly what I've been reading for the past like a year, honestly. Wait, did you read, oh, my mother-in-law gave it to me. Did I talk about it? The Honeymooners? Unhoneymooners? Yeah, yeah. I think I read that like years ago. Yeah. I read that one and that was perfect. Yeah. So lighthearted, cute, romance, like rom-com vibes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have plenty of books like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need. That's what I need. I'll send you you over a list promptly. Do you have a Goodreads? No. I feel like you should get one. I decided to keep my my reading life private. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, I I was just, I did have a Goodreads for a second and then I just, kind of had this feeling of like I just want to be able to like read books without people knowing what mm. books I'm reading and knowing my exact thoughts on every single thing oh. I do. Do you, know do what you I mean? write your thoughts or you just like rate it? Maybe you can have a private one but from what I know it's like you mark like I'm reading this on Goodreads so then everyone can see like JC's currently reading this book. Oh gotcha. I don't have one so I don't even know. And then works. which is actually like great and that's not something that needs to be private but I don't know. I was like, yeah. I just kind of want to like do my own thing and not have like everyone be like, I saw you reading this book. How is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So I, I don't have a good reads or like a public one that I like update or anything. But yeah. Also, maybe it takes a little bit of the like joy out of reading and it kind of feels more like an achievement. That That's exactly what it is. It's like it feels like even though because I don't really care. Obviously, I'm telling you guys what I'm reading. I don't really care if people know what I'm reading, but it's like I feel like it puts this invisible pressure of like how many books now everyone did you read? knows like how many books did you read True. this year like ooh you took long to finish that one like I don't know I'm just like <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just let me do my thing like extra judgment on it yeah or if I, I decide to not read it and then people are asking me my thoughts it's like oh I just I can't yeah I wanted to quickly also say thank you guys for the love on our episode with my dad yeah you guys were so just nice and supportive about it and it made me happy. Yeah. Well-deserved so, recognition for Andy. Yes. Please. Everyone's like, we love Andy. I'm like, wait, I'm dead because. Did we call him Andy? We called him Andy the whole time. Oh, and he, he does not go by Andy. <laughs> like his name is Andrew and like he does not go by Andy. That's just a joke we say. Everyone probably thinks your mom's real name is Jilly. And yes. your dad's name is Andy and that's yeah. not their name. No. Jilly is more like a lot of people call my mom oh, they, Jilly. they do. Yeah. But. Andy is not. That is <laughs> not even he just hates that something thing. he likes. That's something we say to kind of troll. 
And I was dying. Yeah. People were like, I really want to hire Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's so funny. I I didn't realize. That's hilarious. Anyway. Also, he does have a podcast. People were asking. I know. I know that you guys, that means you didn't listen to the whole episode. They're like, he needs a podcast. I'm like, hello? We said he has one. He does have a podcast. It's called People Who Suffer. If you guys basically want, I was going to say a free life coach, but you know, if you want that type of content like we had with him on the episode, yeah, you should go listen to his podcast because he just talks about all those subjects I a thought ton. You, I thought you were going to say if you want free life coaching, use code what we said. Oh, <laughs> That would be good. I should tell him we should do a code or something for like his group because he has like a group session thing that you can join. Yeah. So that it's like a little cheaper than having an actual like your own one-on-one life coach if you Mm -hmm. want to start with it. But yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, go listen to his podcast if you want. I'm on one of the episodes. Jilly's on one of the episodes. He needs to have you on. Yeah. I'm waiting for the invite. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag, maybe a watch, some jewelry, sneakers, cool streetwear, eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts. Because we all know there's no feeling quite like real. I personally, I don't know about you, I hate getting scammed. And that's why eBay Authenticity Guarantee is so amazing because you can shop for really cool, unique designer items online. Uh, maybe you have like a certain vintage bag you're looking for, maybe a watch, maybe some jewelry. And you want to make sure that you're getting the real deal and you're not getting scammed and paying for something that, you know, it's not going to last as long as you would like it to last. So make sure you look for the blue check mark and make sure your purchase is guaranteed authentic. So go straight to eBay and when you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. And that means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it, they're making sure it is the real thing. It is very hard, especially online, to verify that what you are getting, if it's a designer, pre-owned, you know, someone's owned it before, a vintage luxury piece to be sure that it is actually the real designer piece that you're paying for. You obviously don't want to pay that amount and then it's not the real deal. So when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it's easy. Again, just look for that blue check mark, and you know it is checked by real experts. Whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags, these are real people who really live for this. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Anyway, should we get into more of these questions? Yeah, more of these deep topics. Oh, yeah. So all of these games from We're Not Really Strangers, correct me if I'm wrong, they have like three levels. Are they all the same? Like perception. Yeah. Mine is connection. like level one is past. Oh. Level two is present. Level three is future. Oh, okay. Minor level one perception. Level two connection. Wait, are we asking each other a question or are we asking ourselves the question that we pull? Maybe we can both answer. Both answer all of them? Yeah. Because okay. I think sometimes it's like, how do you perceive me? And then maybe if it's the about yourself, we'll just both answer for ourselves. Okay. Like, Either way. So we're just going to pull some of these. Let's start with level one. Fun little combo. Yeah, for sure. We might not do a lot of level three. Sometimes it no. unlocks you guys. You guys. You guys. <laughs> should we? I Should we? I hesitate. 
<laughs> I hesitate to share this. We played this game. <laughs> and we played with a group of people. And it got so deep. Too deep. Too deep. To the point that I have thought about it many <laughs> times since we've played and been like, wait. Regretful. I've, I'm so regretful of like the things I shared. Same. It was way too personal and deep. And I feel like I was in a very emotional state of mind, specifically that day. Like that I just like almost opened up way too much. It's, it's the thing where you say too much and you... No one was judging me for no. it. Like, I don't think anyone else would think that. But I was not. Well. I don't remember anything else that anyone said that was cringy or no, too vulnerable. But thinking about me and JC were texting like a couple days afterwards. Like, I can't believe that we were so open and vulnerable. Like, it was just when you're so emotional and you're crying and you're spewing just like how you feel. I think it's especially so embarrassing. <laughs> I think especially when you're not someone who does that often, sometimes when it comes out, it all comes out. True, true, And then true. you just feel, like, used and abused. Like, you Even feel though so— no one made us feel that way. Like, no. let me, like, be very clear. No one made me feel like I shared too much. I just felt like I did. I was like, okay, that same. was unnecessary. So I'm trying not to have that same regret today and tell the entire internet, bare my <laughs> whole soul. So let's keep that in mind. Yeah. But, no, I'm excited to play. It'll be fun. <laughs> okay i'll go first okay okay level one perception this so i'm gonna read the ones from the friendship one yeah jc's reading the okay. one from the self-love who do you think was the last person i stalked on social media what was i looking for who do i think yeah and then i'll answer for you like who do i think you were stalking who do you think i was stalking hmm. i don't know i was gonna say for you maybe like an athlete like <laughs> a recent like Diamondbacks player, yeah. his wife or something. <laughs> That's actually a very good guess. <laughs> I don't know who specifically. Who was I? Let me see. Honestly, it's usually my friends. Like, I just look up my friend's stuff. If I haven't seen their content in a while. Honestly, I was probably looking up. I looked up Timothy Chalamet because he just Please. hosted SNL. I was looking for more clips. He looked like he was thriving. I bet you were stalking. Hmm, I think you were stalking. I don't know. Who do you stalk? I was, I just looked it up. I was stalking the girls on Love Island Games. Oh. Like the girls who are from past seasons because like I don't don't know a lot of them and I've been watching Love Island Games. So those are my most recent searches like Liberty Pool. Liberty. Oh my gosh. I forgot about Liberty. Mara Higgins. Like I was looking up her. Mm. I was just looking up all the girls oh, funny. from Love Island. Classic. Okay. What feeling? Oh, wait. Do we both answer? Yeah, we both yeah. answered. What feeling do you no longer have about yourself? Oh, wow. What feeling? I think the older I get, the feeling I have less and less is like, even though we just said how embarrassed we were, like, I don't get as embarrassed as easy as I used to. Mm. Like, I don't feel self, what is that called? Like, deprecating? Yeah, I mean, I'm still self-deprecating, but not in a serious way. Like, I think when I was younger, I would get so embarrassed if I said something weird or if I, like, I don't know, even tripped or made a dumb joke. And now I just like could care less if I did. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Moving on. That's a good one. What feeling do you no longer have by yourself? I feel like I'm less attached to the idea of being like a very hard worker. Mm -hmm. Like that's always been like a main personality trait oh, of wow. mine. And I feel like I don't really, not that I don't identify with it anymore, but I don't care as much if that's like the main thing about me. Yeah. I don't wow. think about it as much. 
And I'm not as attached to it, I would say. Yeah. I just love that for us. Do my thing. Yeah. That's good. That's growth. That is really good. Okay. I'm going to do another level one. Scared to go any further. (laughs) Same. These are also so dumb because these friendship ones are hard for us because we've answered these a a bazillion times. times. Like, what did you think of me the first time we met? No, I know. Oh, this is good. If I had a movie poster on my wall, which would it be? I feel, I'll go first. I feel like you would have like, even though you never would have a movie poster on your wall, if you were, like, maybe it would be a really aesthetic, like, 90s or early 2000s movie poster, like a classic. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we watched, like, um, what was that movie we just watched? You've Got Mail? Yeah. Like, something like that where it's, like, really cute and just, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. That's a good answer. Like a classic. You would have an anime movie. <laughs> I've, I've literally never seen an anime movie. <laughs> Wrong. I, I was going to actually say, you would have you would have a, a dog-centric a movie. Dog. Like, Not Dog's movie Purpose. Dog. What's that? you never seen Dog's Purpose? No, and I won't. because Never I'm, see it. I almost walked out of that movie. Any movie with a dog in it is just bound to be the saddest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. I saw clips of Marley and me on TikTok. No, nope, 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 nope. I was sobbing, hugging Sophie. <laughs> like, I could not contain my my tears. No. It was horrible. It was literally the ending scene and it was traumatizing. No, it is beyond. Yeah. Movies like that with dogs, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm done. What forced you to grow, even if it was hard? Oh, wow. We're still on level um, one. Yeah. Excuse me as I crack open a cold one. Oh, wow. Hear that? Not as bubbly as I was hoping. <laughs> yeah. I'll go first. Okay. I may have talked about this before, but I moved a lot growing up. Legitimately every year. I went to like a new school. Seriously, every year. There was like only two years that I stayed at the same school. So kindergarten was a different school than first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth, like literally just constantly was moving and going to new schools. And I feel like that made me such an adaptable person. I I have been thinking about that lately of just like between not really having siblings close in age to me and moving a lot, I feel like I had to learn how to make friends. Yeah. And I had to learn how to just be adaptable and be in new situations. And even though at the time, I feel like that was not ideal. Like, I was just like, really? I have to move again and, like, make all new friends and have a new school and have a new teacher and have a new environment. Like, I feel like that has made it easier for me to make friends. And I don't know. Yeah. Just made me more adaptable, I guess. No option to have social anxiety when you literally have to make friends all the time. Yeah. It's true. I feel like it pushed me to, like, be a social, outgoing person, honestly. Definitely. I could see that. I would have to say, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of something other than the cliche answer of like giving birth to a human being and experiencing that kind of like, not that it was, it's hard, but also great. But loving something that much is surprisingly hard to like emotionally deal with, I think was so like rocked my world of like, oh my gosh, I've just unlocked a new level of just love which has brought on a whole new level of worry and fears because you love something so much and having to let go on like such a deep level of like oh I can let go of my my own fears or like my acquaintances or you know whatever 
those kinds of things. Like, oh, I can let go of those expectations. But then when it comes to something like your child that you just love so much, it's like, oh my gosh, wow. This this level of letting go of control is so hard. I bet. And challenging. But it's also, I feel like, made me obviously grow. So I don't even know what other word to say besides grow. Just made me understand. Yeah. Sure. Okay. This is an interesting one. What do you think I strongly dislike that most people obsess over? Sorry. Say it again. What do you What do you think I strongly dislike that most people obsess over? Um a lot of things. I feel <laughs> yeah. like if people obsess over something, you don't like it. Yeah, maybe. Like it's not y- good. No, it's not not good. <laughs> I think that you get tired of it. Yeah, I get tired of stuff you like to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And like have your own interest. I'm trying to think of something specific. I know. Hmm. Like again, a lot of common like maybe fashion trends. I feel like you would be like, eh. Yeah. You're over it. If it's like super popular. Yeah. Sometimes I take it as a sign it's on its way out. If mm-hmm. everyone's obsessed. I think that's true. Yeah. But I'm always two years late to every trend. So <laughs> you can guarantee. I, I am always <laughs> one year late to shoe trends specifically. Like if you had like the Birkenstock, yeah, Boston clogs, like one fall, I was like, oh, those are cute. I didn't buy them till the following yeah. fall. Platform Uggs, like I would have <laughs> yeah, bought yeah. them this year. Yeah, which by the way, did you get them? I finally found them in stock somewhere. I, I just caved. I was like, I'm not going to buy them because yeah, I'm literally a year late. Like they were I still wear mine last all the time. year, so I'm not going to buy them this year. And then I just something came over me. I'm like. Oh, I, every outfit, I feel like just like my sweats or whatever, it would look good with them. Yeah. So I decided to buy them and I finally found them in stock somewhere. I purchased them. I go to look at when they're going to arrive because I was wondering if they would be there before I went to Lake Arrowhead. I was like, oh, I wonder if they'll be there before my like fall trip. It's like on back order, you'll receive these mid-December. <gasps> Bye. I'm like, cool. Not even before Christmas? Yeah. M- no, well, mid-December. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> just saying. Literally. Literally a week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. So, I hate that. Stay tuned for that. But Sometimes I don't see that too. They'll be like, I'll order something. It's like, okay. And then I look at the tracking. It's like, oh, it won't come until January. Please. But like, I, I okay. swear I like specifically ordered them from this website because all the other websites said backordered, pre-order. And then this one, it was like in stock. So I was hmm. like, oh, perfect. And then the next time I looked, it wasn't going to be there for a month. Interesting. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. I still wear mine all the time love them. I feel like you, what you dislike that most people obsess over. I was going to say something similar, but in like a different area, I feel like specifically on social media trends, like if everyone is doing something, I can't even necessarily describe, but if everyone is doing a certain trend or everyone thinks something is so unique and like different, you are like, no, that's not like... (laughs) I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't like, you're like one step ahead, mm. you know? Yeah. Thank you. Well, like I'll be kind of the same, but opposite. Like I'll be kind of like, like that's funny. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then you're like, no, that's like so not. Like it's old. Yeah. Like you got to be a, a one step ahead of everyone. I think in general, and again, I'm not like the pinnacle person to do this. I feel like especially lately, I haven't been on my social media grind where I'm like, you know, creating trends or something. But I do think that in general, like as a creator, if everyone is doing something, 
I think you should do the opposite. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. If everyone is doing, get ready with me for this, I'm like, I will not be making a video like that because it's going to get lost in the sea. Like, it's not yeah. that I think it's stupid. It's just like, oh, that's too common. So it won't stand out exactly. if I do it. Unless I put my own spin on it. I have an example. Like, when everyone was doing the super dark edits, mm. like super moody. Uh-huh. Or not even moody. Just like, they would make it literally pitch black. You'd be like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, we're not like, yeah, because everyone was doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with certain I'm things— I'm like, yeah, me too. Lift my I, exposure up. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I literally do dark edits now. No, I feel like— Yeah, I, I— Don't get me wrong. I'm the most basic person alive. Like, I have Same. every, like, you know, the MEJ hair clip that comes out. Like, I'm buying it. I Don't get me wrong. It's not like I always need to be different or something. I just feel like I'm like, I'm so ahead of the trends. I'm wearing Lululemon <laughs> leggings, Hoka shoes, and a skim sweatshirt. Oh, like, I'm nothing revolutionary. <laughs> no. Let's be honest. No, 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 no. Never. I, one thing about me is I'm not revolutionary whatsoever. But <laughs> I do just feel like, specifically with trends yeah. on, like, TikTok, I still like to participate in some of them. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. I just feel like if everyone is doing something and it's super popular, you should literally do the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And that's good. I just spilled my lollipop everywhere. <laughs> Over my phone case. It's good. It's a good thing you're getting a new one. Oh, wait. I don't even need my phone. Cool. Okay. What choice would you make over and over again? Aw. I was going to say marrying Nick. I was also going to say that. I feel like that's like the biggest choice. Yeah. To to do something else. Well, I have a few. Aw. This is going to make me emo. I would. So the reason I met Chelsea is because I went to a school. Oh, yeah. That is was not in my boundary at all. I literally, I think I've told that on the podcast before, but I didn't like, because I moved a million times, I went to a junior high that I like didn't really know anyone. And I felt like they kind of all had their like groups already. Yeah. And I didn't have any, that was like one of the only years I was like, I didn't make any solid friends who I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to go to high school with you. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I didn't really love my eighth grade experience. And so- I was like, I don't want to go to, oh, it was, there was a new high school opening and it was going to be all the same people from my junior high, basically. That's it. There was oh, only going to yeah. be freshmen because it was like the first year. And I was like, oh, I heck don't no. want to do that. So I asked my mom if I could go to Gilbert High. And like get a boundary exception. Get a boundary exception and go to like a different high school. And it was like kind of further away and just like inconvenient. And she was like, why? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I ha- well, the only reason I chose that is like I did have a cousin going there, but mm-hmm. she's older than me. Anyway, I was like, I just want to go there. And that's where I met yeah. Chelsea. And that's like, I had the best high school experience ever. Yeah. I just had so much fun. And so that was a choice that I feel like literally changed the trajectory of my entire life. Literally. And so. Same. I'm glad you chose that too. I would make that choice again. I know. I feel like there are not many choices that I regret. Even if it was like, oof, that was not the smartest in the time. It's It led me to where I am now. And I'm like obsessed with my life now. So. Totally. Also moving to California. Mm-hmm. For me, feels like just a pivotal choice that I'm very glad I made. Yeah, for so sure. So many things. Doing photography. Starting the podcast. Yeah. There's a million things. Same with, I mean, you were talking about this with your dad, but I quit college after a year. Like I went to two semesters and I called my dad and I was like, I think I'm going to pursue music, which I was just telling Rachel. Our friend Rachel's in town. She's back from her Europe, Europe trip and she's visiting, but we were on a walk this morning and we were talking about how I was saying when I quit 
I called my dad. I was like, I don't want to do another semester of college. I think I'm going to pursue music. I was like, if my child called me and said they wanted to pursue music <laughs> of of everything to pursue. Like nowadays, if my child was like, I'm going to pursue YouTube or like Instagram. It's like, okay, you have a shot. Go for it. Like music seems so one it's of like, the hardest. It's so competitive. That and like acting. It's like, okay, good luck. Hopefully, like I believe in you, you know. But I was just saying my dad was kind of the same that your dad was like, he literally was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I believe so in you. Go for it. Like, I trust you. And not that music necessarily worked out, but I'm glad that I quit because then I got a new job and then I just ended up moving and it just like, I feel like freed me to mm-hmm. just choose my own thing. And I just experienced so much after I quit. I had a whole semester of just like, I was still in Utah, but I was just doing your own thing. I was doing music and I was meeting like great people and having cool experiences and stuff. So. Slay. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes it's Slay Jay Demir. It's not the original thing you started with, but it's like it led you to something exactly. great. Yeah. You guys, we cannot believe it either. 2024 is basically here. How crazy. A new year. And we're jumping into an ad right now for Macy's, one of our just most loyal sponsors that we love and adore so much. So fortunately for you guys, Macy's has got all the New Year's Eve looks to start your year off right. New Year's Eve is the time to go all out. It is the time for glitter, for sequins, for sparkles, for high heels, for maybe a bold red lip or a fun sparkly eyeshadow look. And Macy's basically has everything you could imagine to complete your look. From head to toe, they have accessories, they have skincare, they have makeup, they have fragrances, they have shoes. Um, They've got it all. And it's super easy to shop on their website. I just typed in sequin. Um, on their website and it came up with literally a thousand options like sequin tops, sequin dresses, tons of different stuff. So if you're looking for something for your little New Year's Eve holiday party, whatever your plans are, they've got you covered. And not only you can be looking good and sparkly and fresh for the new year, but you also can get, you know, if you want to dress up your man or your friend or uh, they even have kids clothes. I, I just saw that they have these like little Ralph Lauren sweaters with, you know, the classic little bear for little kids, which would be a cute New Year's Eve look as well. So you can find your man a nice watch, a nice uh, shirt, maybe some nice shoes, belt, everything. Let me just say this again. Macy's has everything you could want. So check out macy's.com slash own your style to find your New Year's fit and go check it out. Oh, wait, this is kind of funny. We, this says like it's a wild card to write down, but maybe we could just say it. Both players write down an Instagram bio for the other. Like what would be your Instagram bio what would be mine? I feel like yours. Okay. MILF. Podcasting MILF. <laughs> Wait, that's good. I should use that one. Mine's so boring right now. I don't even actually know my Instagram I don't think I have is. a bio. Like I don't think yeah. I, I think it's literally my email. I was going to say, I think mine's just tagging other. I'm in my networking era. No like at what was the podcast? I miss bios. Remember on Facebook, you used to have those like about me. It was like, but it could be a little longer. It kind of was like a bio. And I remember updating that like every five days. <laughs> She's like, I love this. Whatever I'm the into mood this. Is. Yeah. Yeah. My bio on uh, TikTok is JC Jenner. That's good. I was going to say something like redhead. Before like that. something clever, like redhead, not, not, not commandeering, like. Not redhead entrepreneur either. That sounds so like so on the nose. <laughs> redhead girl. I was gonna say, but you know what I mean. Something about like the Kendall Jenner thing, like redhead influencer of the year or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. 
my my bio before was your local chinfluencer. That's good. And then we got to we moved to JC Jenner. Now I'm waiting for my next scandal. What was I maybe something for- like how you did that one TikTok where it was like my hair. You could say copper queen cowboy, yeah, like yeah. autumn red. Something. Just go on like a whole tangent. Yeah. People were, I I did a brand deal with a hair company, and they like, you know, sometimes brands will use like advertising, put like money behind your video and like push it basically, mm-hmm. like on their end. And one of my videos of me <laughs> being like, I was like, it's time to style this cowboy copper luscious whatever. Like I was kind of being silly, yeah, and so. It got pushed to like a wider audience because they put advertising oh, money no, behind it. Oh, no. They don't get it. <laughs> they do not get it. All the comments are like, bitch, your hair's red. Like, <laughs> stop. They're so furious. Literally furious with me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's how I know when it has left my audience mm-hmm. and like gone to a wider range. No, you know what a good bio for you would be? Something like, yes, I know I look like that person you. Like, yeah. so, something yeah. like that. Stop Chelsea- sending me doppelgangers. Yes. Stop sending me <laughs> doppelgangers. That's so funny. <laughs> I think my bio for a while was who cares. Remember, we thought that was so funny. Guys, one time we were on tour and we were in bed and we, it was like late. So we were like loopy is after a show. And we just were thinking about how funny saying who cares is. Like if someone's saying some, a hate or something, you're just like, who cares? <laughs> and I changed my bio immediately. I was just like, that's so funny. Who cares? I think it's still funny. I still think it's funny. Like who if cares? you reply to a mean comment, they're like saying something so nasty and you're just like, who cares? <laughs> Because truly, who cares? That gets me. I don't know why we thought that was so I think that's a great comeback in person. Like if you're, someone's being mean to you in person or says something in person, if the worst response in their eyes is for you not to care. So if you're literally just like, like you're a whore, blah, 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 blah. Like who cares? (laughs) No, that is a surefire way to make someone feel so dumb. I love a slight immature response. Yes. Number two best way is to make them repeat themselves. If they say something rude to you, like, you know, if a family member says something rude, like an extended family yeah. member, be like, wait, what? What did you say? Say that again. Say that again. Make them repeat it. So embarrassing. Yeah. So humbling. But yeah, second best. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, I love that. I'm going to go to level two next time. I am too. Oh, damn. This got <laughs> real deep. I just picked up one. What are you still processing? Oh, great. <laughs> What do you need to feel safe in any kind of relationship? Lots of validation. <laughs> Literally, unfortunately. And affirmations. Continuous. Continuous you know affirmation and feel, validation. You know what I need to feel safe in a relationship is them being a secure and safe mm. person. Or like them being secure in themselves. Yeah. I feel like the healthiest relationships are the ones with people who are like… Both secure. Secure, safe, healthy people. Yeah. Like that is when I feel the most unsettled is when I'm with someone who I sense is not secure in themselves. And I I start to feel like weird and rocky. I'm like, oh, I don't like to be around this. Yeah. It feels volatile. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Because it's also a little unpredictable. Yeah. I think people who are less secure in themselves, and I'm not saying your friends all have to be perfect and they don't, they can't have insecurities, but overarching, if someone is not secure in themselves, yeah, it feels like just unstable to me yeah like, okay I don't know what's gonna happen next what could happen how you could react to something yeah no that's so true I agree with that I know there's I was gonna I feel like being in a good healthy safe relationship should be like the bare minimum you know what I mean mm-hmm. but it's just not it's so sad I know 
Like you would think, I don't know. Because when you look for something, you want to go extra. You know, it's like, I want him to do this. I want me to feel like this. And it feels like you're asking for too much when you do that. You're just like, I just want someone who's going to treat me nicely. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, sometimes, I don't know, there's lots of good people in this world. But it's like, sometimes that bare minimum, quote unquote, like, is enough. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Not, I don't mean like literally if he's just nice to you. But yeah. I, I'm saying like… You, you can build need, upon. Yes. You don't yes. need someone who's like every single thing you've ever dreamed of. Like I feel like if they do make you feel safe, that is one of the number one mm-hmm. requirements. Yeah. Like yes, there are other things. But if they are a healthy person for the most part and they make you feel very safe and secure, like that is literally key number yeah. one. It's true. And you can build upon that. Mm-hmm. But yeah… What I'm saying is it's sad when people, like so many people, even that write write in or like talk to us or something. It's like, that's just all they're looking for. They can't even think about the extras. They're just like, I just want someone who's literally Literally not toxic to me. I know. It's true. Because we're all just damaged and that's okay. We're damaged goods. (laughs) Can't be loved. Not worthy. Oh, this is a good one. What are you procrastinating right now? Why does it feel so hard? Oof. I know immediately. I have a million things that I'm procrastinating. I was going to say. Mine is I've been feeling better now. More energy. I'm not as nauseous. Like, I think the one key thing that I've noticed that has really made me feel better in this pregnancy is my sense, my heightened sense of smell is gone. Like, things don't mm-hmm. smell as bad to me, which… Makes me feel free to walk upon the earth. Walk upon the land. <laughs> yeah. And just feel free that Were I'm you not just throw always up. scared that you're going to like something's going to make you sm- or it's going to smell bad and you're just going to throw up. Yes. Really? Because it happens all the time. Like when Certain you're out and about. Mm-hmm. Especially in places. I don't know if it's like you get this superpower where now you can smell pollution even more. That's part of that scares me or like trash or food because when I go to. Or not, Please, I guess not anymore. Get x-ray vision. And <laughs> like I see green fumes. <laughs> no, I would go to certain, being outside of a bunch of restaurants mm-hmm. would smell horrible to mm. me. Just like the overarching smell. It wasn't like bad food. It was just like… The combination this, of smells? Yeah, this rotten smell of something's not fresh. Things mm. are not smelling fresh there. Like, I have to have fresh scents at all times. Do you like having, like, candles burning? Or yeah. is that, like, not good either? Certain candles. Mm. If it's way too, Wrong. like, honestly, if it's not, like, a cleaner candle, it smells, like, crazy to me. Really? I like, oh, my gosh, I need to get you this candle. It smells like, if you're an Arizona girly, you need to get this candle. Because it's very nostalgic. I think I talked about this bundle that I got. It's, like, a shower bundle. of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cra- I can't say it. Cresciote. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. C-R-E-S-E-O-T-E, I think is how you spell it. It's a bush in Arizona. And during monsoon season, when it gets wet and like, you know. When it rains. And it's kind of steamy because it's hot in Arizona. It smells so good. There's just a smell to Arizona rain. Yes. Monsoon season is the best. And I bought a candle from Etsy. And it smells like that. And it's the best smelling, most fresh candle I've ever smelled in my life. But… That's a very nostalgic smell. Yeah, but I was going to say my procrast- what I'm procrastinating is now that I'm feeling better, all of that to say, I don't even know how I got on that tangent of the smelling, is I've been like, oh, I need to get back into like 
working out a little bit. Just like get, I just know from last pregnancy, I just know better that I need to work out my arms and like work out my legs a little bit. Not mm-hmm. go crazy, not go like, you know, start some program. Just like go to the gym or go on walks more. And like, I can feel that I'm ready for that. And mm-hmm. I've been procrastinating. I keep saying mm-hmm. like, oh, next week I'll do that. And I don't know why it's hard. It just is. That's the age old question. Why is it hard to work out? <laughs> why? Why, why, why? Or why is it's not hard to work out? It's hard to start it's hard to get a the workout routine. It really is. Mm-hmm. And once you get out of it, it's way harder to keep going. Yeah. Like when you're in it, I feel like it's and you're kind of enjoying it. It's like, okay, this is a part of my lifestyle, my routine. I like it. And then once you get out of it. <laughs> yeah. I've been procrastinating many things. Let me think. Mm. Top of mind is probably organizing and cleaning out my office. Oh, it has just become the absolute. And and by become, I mean, it's always been actually. So, but specifically once we moved our podcast stuff out of there, because we used to podcast out of my office. And so it kind of, I always kept it pretty like decently tidy-ish in there because we would podcast in there. But once we moved all our podcast stuff out, I, it has just become a junk room. Like, it is any PR box I get goes in there. Any, just anything that I like don't know where to put it at the moment. I just throw it in there and it gets so messy. And then I'll have like a breakdown and just be like, okay, I have to clean the whole thing and I'll clean it and I'll take two hours and like organize the whole thing. And then within like three weeks, it's the same way again. And I am determined because I feel like we all have that room. Yes, I was going to say. Or at least a corner of our house or something or a drawer or a cabinet. Something where it's just like, oh, if you don't know where to put something, you just throw it in there. And it's such a bad habit and I hate it so much. And I am so determined to not have that room when I'm in my new house. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's possible. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how because I'm like, okay, when we move, it'll be a fresh start. I really don't want one of the rooms to just be like a junk room. I don't. It's like, why? It's such… If it's junk, then why isn't it just, you know, donated or something? Like, if I don't need it, it needs to go away. But I think it's just constantly, you just have to be constantly aware of it and cleaning. I know. Honestly, the only thing, like, I'm not even trying to give advice because I'm not good at this, but the only thing that I feel like would help is the KonMari method because she claims that. And when I did it, granted, I had way less stuff. What the heck is KonMari? Or KonMari. She Marie it's Kondo? A, yeah. That's like oh. the Kanmari method. Oh, she gotcha. calls it that. But from the book, uh, Life Changing Magic of Tidying Out. Like you have to get rid of something if you get something new, that type of thing. Just every single item has to have a home. So you can't put anything unless it's like you can put it in that closet, but it has to have a place that it always goes back to. Right. But it's so she even, I think someone sent me something where she has three kids now and she was like, I kind of gave up on like tidying up all the time. But I do think having that like foundation of organization especially when you're moving into a new house yeah is easier to do because when you're putting everything away if you don't have a home for it you're just like well there's nowhere it's for this to go, go. And i guess i don't need it that bad otherwise i, I would know. find a home for it but i i have that room right now my guest room is just it's so collection. hard when you have things to like you know i've gotten some stuff for hosting over the course of time and i'm like i just don't know where to put any of it like i guess yeah i just need drawers and organizational things and I need to like buy cubbies or something for it but it's like I don't know I'll just buy you know I'll buy random like candlestick holders and tablecloths and I'm like I don't have a bin for this so it's just like sitting somewhere random in a corner and I'm like I guess I just need to get organizational bins but I don't know it's just a whole it's it's something where it's like 
to me, those kind of tasks are so daunting because it's not just going to take five minutes. Mm -hmm. It's like, I need to go to the container store, go to Target or wherever and get bins. I need to label them. Like, it's going to take hours. And so then when I know something's going to take hours, I'm already busy. I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'm not doing that today. Yeah. So that has been majorly procrastinated. It's such, it's so time consuming. It really is. The same thing. This is a cute one. Okay. I have no idea what, how to answer it, but (laughs) what about you is easy to love? Oh, that is cute. That's so cute. Can't think of anything else. <laughs> Us. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, I would say about ourselves, right? Yeah. It's kind of harder to answer for yourself, though. I know. But I think that's the point. I think something about me that's easy to love. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a chameleon, so. <laughs> My um, personality it will match yours exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I was going to say, I feel like I often don't, I'm not someone who has like a wallop when I meet somebody in terms of like defensiveness. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a very defensive person. So I think probably because I don't like being around people who are always so defensive of everything. So I think it makes it easier, maybe not to necessarily love me, but to like get along with me and feel like, oh, we can actually have a connection because we're not both like instantly trying to be defensive. Yeah, I agree with that. For sure. I was going to say that I feel like I'm a good hype girl. Like, yeah, I feel like around my friends or even new people, I try my best to like hype them up or just be like a an encouraging person. So I feel like that's a good quality that I have that hopefully makes. Yeah. I don't know if it's like easy to love me because of that, but like makes it good to be around me. Yeah. I was going to say that about you. if You didn't have an answer. Oh, thanks. Like uh, Danny said it one time, like a champion of your friends. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think that's a good quality. Mm-hmm. Should I go to level three? Yeah, let's for, end like, on the level last three. Couple? Yes. Oh, these these are hard because these are, these are vulnerable. Okay. Good ones. Oh, I just don't want to cry. So I'm trying to pick one that's like not going to make us cry. <laughs> We're tired of crying. Seriously, I like uh, I'm tearing up reading some of these. I just don't wanna I'm sick of crying. <laughs> I'm sick of these. Emotions. Let me just read you some of these. What do you what are you proudest of us for getting through together? Oh. You're the only person I can blank with. No, I'm already sobbing. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> the friendship ones get me more than Oh, anything. here's a good one. I know. These are the ones we ask each other that are like very yes, <laughs> I know. Yes, I, I can't. Okay. Let's do this one and we'll try and do it fast so maybe we won't cry. <laughs> What's something I don't give myself enough credit for? Oh, no, no. I know. Well, I can't I know. do that. I know. <laughs> I would say I'm going to say this as fast as possible, genuinely. Because it's, guys, we're recording this one early in the day. If this was night, I feel like I'd be more fine with crying. But yeah. I think you don't give yourself enough credit for like everything you've accomplished in your life because I know even though you just said like you don't think of yourself as an over, like that's not your main quality like identity I guess nowadays like overachiever but Mm -hmm. I do think because of that you don't like you don't look back and think of or give yourself credit for how much you have accomplished at your age oh thank you like even what you did in your earlier 20s what you're doing now just like because you're always on to the next thing I think sometimes it's easy for you to forget like how amazing you just did at something oh thank you even if it's if it's like in, in a year, I'll have to remind you that you, like, bought a house, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, decorated, like, redid the whole thing and 
Like, that was awesome. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. be on to the next. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Wait, what is it? What do you not give yourself enough credit for? Yeah. I would say, like, in this new phase of life that you're in, just, like, balancing your life and, like, doing a lot of things really well. I feel like oh, you are, nice. like, a very hard worker with the podcast and just with work stuff. And then also, obviously, being a mom, being a wife moving into a new house, like hosting things. I feel like oh, you've thank been you. very like just doing a lot and balancing a lot and like, I don't know, kind of making time for a lot of different things in your life, like having fun, working, and just all of it. That's so nice. Thank you. You're welcome. That validates my Aries heart. <laughs> I'm trying to accomplish everything at once. <laughs> I saw this thing. It was like the two most powerful women in the Zodiac are Aries and Leo. And I was like, slay that's my team right there baby <laughs> love it oh beth, they're gonna be like where am i oh that too but <laughs> beth and chelsea i was like we love that wait did i send you the memes a while ago of if girls got drafted to the military i've seen them on tiktok yeah have you seen yeah. the ones of like the zodiac it's like no. the zodiac if they got drafted i need to send it to you because there was one of like a couple aries and capricorn combination <laughs> please and the capricorn the Capricorns or the the Aries is like run, bitch. <laughs> Capricorns like you know I don't do cardio. <laughs> Please <laughs> me. That, that is so funny. funny. The Capricorn. Oh my gosh, I need to send you some of them. Were so funny. If you guys want to follow our Instagram to be involved in any upcoming episodes, it's at What We Said Podcast. So make sure to go follow along. And if you're feeling extra nice please rate and review the podcast. It means a lot to us either on the Apple Spotify or sorry, Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app. We love you guys so, so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Goodbye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.